A naked Florida man entered a stranger's apartment looking for his, quote, wife. A Florida woman carjacked her Tinder date. A Florida man struck his wife with a Christmas tree. A Florida woman attacked civilians and officers while claiming to be a god. And a teenager is riding a unicycle 2,500 miles all the way down to Florida. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right, all the weird news from this week from the state of Florida. I thank you for being with me. Let's go. A naked Florida man entered a stranger's apartment because he thought his wife was in there. Hmm, do we believe the Florida man? Let's find out if he's credible. He's a college student. He is behind bars after two Florida residents who claim they did not know this man found him naked inside their apartment in Gainesville, Florida. On Monday night, the police arrested Alberto Arrea, age 19, on charges of burglary and multiple counts of property damage. Doesn't say anything about the exposure of his Florida wang, but I assume uh, the Florida police don't even add that to the charges anymore because it's so common. They're just like, yeah, he was also naked. Yeah, we're not going to do the whole um, charge him for nakedness anymore. It's just too common. They're all naked. We're just going to hit him with the burglary and the property damage. Everybody's just naked. The officers say this took place at 6 p.m., Araya was recorded on some security footage damaging the exit sign at the standard apartments while only wearing green shorts, which I assume he quickly discarded because he was going to enter someone's apartment. You know, you're outside, you're damaging property. You're like, I'm going to go inside a stranger's apartment. What am I doing with these shorts on? That's just silly behavior. Is there an alligator I can grab and drag inside with me? The Florida man shortly entered an apartment of people he does not know. That's what it says. An apartment of people he doesn't know. When the two residents returned home, they found him standing completely naked in their living room. Oh, was he doing naked yoga? The residents immediately left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go now. <laughs> it says Araya, the Florida man, left about 15 minutes later. Where are you going, guys? I was about to vacuum your place. Uh, it says he left still not wearing any clothing. Inside the apartment, hundreds of dollars worth of damage were caused as well. It doesn't say what he did. You can only imagine what a Florida man will do to the interior of your, of your place. Uh, Araya claimed he was inside the apartment because he believed his wife was in there. <laughs> his wife was in there. He claimed one of the victims was his wife, but was unsure which ones. <laughs> hey, you want to point out which one's your wife? Ooh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> The detectives later determined that he is not even married. Sounds like he was trying to establish a threesome uh, on two unsuspecting Florida people. And of course, we all know this is not the way to obtain, obtain, attain a threesome. You don't just arrive at a stranger's apartment and take off all your clothes. Uh, as many of you know, I screwed up a threesome once in Boston. and I didn't do it this way, though. <laughs> We didn't, we didn't even get this far. A Florida woman carjacked her Tinder date. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you, this is the last thing you expect on a Tinder date. I mean, people are worried about being catfished. You ought to be worried about having your car stolen on a Tinder date. <laughs> 
Uh, I would have loved to have seen the interaction on Tinder. Could you send me pictures, please? Ooh, you want some pictures? How about pictures of, uh, you know, my wang? She's like, no, no, how about pictures of your car? Oh, that's strange. Okay, I'll send you pictures of my car. Uh, so a Florida woman from Port St. Lucie is accused of setting up a carjacking during a Tinder date. Investigators say the stolen car ended up being involved in the attempted murder of a police officer in South Florida. Sheesh, this lady's out of control. Alexis Cardenas, age 22. She's facing charges of armed carjacking and conspiracy to commit armed carjacking as well. She's also being accused, I assume, of being the worst Tinder date of all time. According to the arrest warrant, the carjacking victim met Cardenas on Tinder. They arranged a date at 1 a.m., uh, Miami Gardens police say the victim said he met with Cardenas in a parking lot at a Top Golf. Okay, that's a strange place to meet. <laughs> what should we do on our first date? How about 1 a.m. in a parking lot? Okay, this isn't suspicious. After hanging out inside his car for a few minutes, he told the police she asked him to go to the Solabella apartment complex on 7th Avenue. The victim said he noticed Cardenas was on her phone texting. The victim then exited his car to use the bathroom uh, when two men apparently jumped him. The victim told the police the men ordered him to the ground at gunpoint. They also made him unlock his cell phone. Uh, the two men and Cardenas then drove away in the man's car. The victim says the Florida lady Cardenas, quote, smirked at him as they drove away. Oh, kicking a man while he's down. Horrible. It's bad enough he thought he was going to get some in a parking lot of a top golf on a Tinder date. He's like, this is going to be my night, baby. Next thing you know, she steals his car and then smirks at him. <sighs> Terrible. Now, this is where it really goes south. A few weeks later, the police say the stolen car was involved in the attempted murder of a Miami-Dade police officer. Uh, a robbery detail had a stolen black Volkswagen Jetta under surveillance when a suspect opened fire on some officers. A 34-year-old officer suffered a graze from a bullet. Police arrested a suspect in the attempted murder case. He has not been identified. Investigators found the key fob for the stolen car and some of the victim's property during a search of the suspect's home. Cardenas faces up to life in prison in the armed carjacking case. Now, this, of course, highlights the dangers of using dating apps in Florida. You, you never know what you're going to get hit with. You never know who's going to show up. I can't even imagine trying to find love in Florida. Yay! A Florida man attacked his wife with a Christmas tree after being asked to help with dinner. Many of you sent me this article. I appreciate that. The title is just glorious. Lake County, Florida. A Florida man was arrested after he was accused of hitting his wife with a Christmas tree when she asked for help with dinner. Um, let's find out some more information before we judge this man. Maybe he was, he was in the middle of chemo. I mean, I don't know what he was doing. Richard Atchison, age 52, is facing some charges after officers responded to what's being labeled as a Christmas domestic dispute at a residence. It's a Christmas dispute. These happen. It's hard to get along with your family around the holidays. There's a lot of pressure. An argument began when Atchison's wife asked him to help make dinner. At some point during the dispute, his wife reportedly put a spoon in the sink accidentally splashing him, causing him to, quote, lose his temper at that moment. Atchison proceeded to pack his things and went outside to his vehicle. However, 
he decided he would go back inside the house because, quote, he had been drinking. He told his wife, you know what? Why don't you leave instead? You know, he had a change of mind. He's like, actually, I paid for this house. Why don't you get out of here? How about that? That's the last time you splash me with some dirty dishwater. As his wife began to leave, oh, she agreed. She was amenable, as they say. She's like, okay, I will leave. At that point, Atchison shoved his wife, picked up a Christmas tree that was in the corner of the room, and threw it at her, hitting her in the process. Wow. He chose a Christmas tree as a weapon. He could have grabbed anything, furniture, knives, a flamethrower, a gun, a baby alligator. I mean, this is a Florida residence. Who knows what kind of weaponry is in the living room? Instead, he chose the Christmas tree. He's like, have a holly jolly smash in the face with a Christmas tree, honey. How about that? I'm wondering if he unplugged it before he threw it. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. It doesn't indicate what sort of damage was done to the wife from being smashed with a Christmas tree. I'd imagine you could suffer some bruises, maybe a poke in the eye. Some of those ornaments are quite pointy and made of metal and tin sometimes. Uh, I mean, you could suffer what are called lacerations, I assume, from a decorated tree. They're not light either, especially if it's a real one. Those are pretty girthy. Uh, although it's probably better than being hit by a gingerbread house because those are very pointy, as you've seen. It's like being hit with a giant Chinese star. You know, I would hate to be struck in the face with a gingerbread house. They're not soft. You know, that gingerbread gets very hard. It hurts, I'd imagine. It says after he struck his wife with the tree... Uh, he then asked her to make out under the mistletoe. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, he didn't do that. He blocked the front door so she couldn't leave. Get out of here. No, I changed my mind. No, wait a minute. Get out. No, I'm going to hit you with a tree. No, no, stay. Let's have some hot cocoa in front of the fire. I'm a very confused Florida man. It's the holidays. I don't want to be alone. A Florida woman attacked police and civilians while claiming to be a god from ancient Egypt. Oh, I can't wait to dive into this one. What god did she think she was from ancient Egypt? I'm going to guess Methina. Hey! <laughs> My bad, that was a Roman god. A woman who claimed to be a, quote, god from ancient Egypt was arrested in Miami Beach after hitting and threatening random passerbys and also slamming tables and throwing items, according to the authorities. The first officer on the scene tried to take Emily Thomas Lockshin, age 26, of Boynton Beach, into custody. It wasn't easy because at the time she had taken enough of King Tut's crazy powder to unlock God Mode, which as you know, when you unlock God Mode, that gives you unlimited armor, unlimited health, unlimited strength, and ammo. And she was on a warpath, tough to take down. The police say at that point she became aggressive and hostile toward the officer. And she was screaming, don't touch me! and slapped the officer multiple times in the face. Bath salts are back, baby! Yeah! I'm going to guess it's bath salts. Let's find out, though. The police say the officer tried to stun her with a taser, but was unsuccessful. Oh, I know, because she unlocked God mode. You can't take her down with a taser, bro. Another officer tried to assist and dodged Lochton as she tried to hit him. Uh... Also, this officer attempted to taser her. That was unsuccessful as well. According to the arrest report, they couldn't take her down because this Florida lady had, quote, unusual strength from what appeared to be an unknown substance. Now, remember, kids, angel dust has nothing to do with the baby Jesus. 
the police say it took multiple officers to finally get her on the ground and handcuff her. She was ultimately restrained on a stretcher and brought in from a fire rescue truck. The police got a little bit more of a backstory from one of the witnesses on the scene who told the officers that Florida Lady Lochton stopped her car in the middle of traffic, got out, and began screaming and slamming the hoods of random cars driving by. Uh, she then got back in her car, drove it to the side where she parked it, walked over to a restaurant, and began slamming the tables inside, throwing dishes and cups, which struck the officers. The police say the manager of the restaurant told them he had asked her to leave. Could you please leave? <laughs> You're throwing things. She smacked his hand and continued to make a scene, continued to throw items at the customers, all the while claiming that she was a god. She said, quote, I am a god from ancient Egypt who could take on all of us. She also claimed she was related to the late rapper Tupac Shakur. <laughs> She's a lot of things. She was taken to Mount Sinai Medical Center to be medically cleared after being transported to a correctional center uh, where she faces charges of battery on an officer, resisting arrest, all of these things, as you can imagine. It does not say uh, in finality what the substance was that she was on. I'm going to guess she had been smoking that Cleopatra crack. Hey, guys, how about that, huh? Way to end it. A teenager is riding a unicycle 2,500 miles all the way to Florida. This is an uplifting story related to Florida. I wanted to end on a, a higher note. Higher, get it? Higher. Uh, not your bath salt high. This is an, an all-natural high. We have a teenager from the state of Maine, which is a very boring place, and you must get out. Um, this guy wants to get out real bad. He's like, I'm going to take a unicycle out of here. I know it goes very slow, but it's worth it. He's making progress on an incredible and unusual journey. The 19-year-old is riding a unicycle from his hometown in Maine all the way to Key West, Florida. A very dangerous place. Um, I hope he has brought some protection. His name is Avery Souter, this 19-year-old with a vision, with a goal. It's nice to read stories about people that have a goal. Even if the goal is to get to Florida, which I think is an insane goal, it's still nice. He began September 8th with his unicycle, and he just recently passed through the state of North Carolina. They interviewed him for this article, and he's quoted as saying, Well, on average, I do maybe 20 to 30 miles a day. It only goes about six or seven miles per hour because it's just one wheel. Now, you might be wondering, why ride a unicycle all the way to Florida, young man? Well, Avery is raising money for the East Coast Greenway. The East Coast Greenway is a 3,000-mile foot and bike path between Maine and Florida. I had no idea this existed. You guys heard of the East Coast Greenway? A foot and bike path that goes all the way down the East Coast to Florida? Um, I don't know why you'd want to take it to the end. I don't I recommend getting off in Georgia, personally. There's got to be a lot of cautionary signs as you approach Florida. Proceed with caution. You're entering the land of pythons, alligators, and naked men that just walk into your apartment, think that you're their wife. Now you can follow Avery's adventure. He's documenting the whole thing on his Instagram, which is Avery underscore Suter, S-E-U-T-E-R, on Instagram. Um, I commend this young man for having some ambition. When I was 19 years old, I wasn't very organized. And my only ambition was to do
do keg stands, really. So I applaud this young man, although I'm very concerned about his well-being once he gets, you know, into the Florida property. You know what could go wrong down there, guys. We've documented it on this podcast many, many times. But shout out to him, and I wish him luck. Hope he survives the trip. Yay! Well, thank you, my loyal listeners, for being with me for another episode of Florida Friday. And I'm very appreciative to all of the listeners that sent me Florida stories the past couple of days. That was extremely helpful. You can always send me articles to funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can dump them into my Instagram DMs. You can slide them in there, at funnyjones as well. Uh, I have some coffees that were purchased for me off my website, weirdafnews.com. And it's from a, a longtime fan of the show named Ed, Ed Brewster from Jersey, who is constantly sending me amazing articles all the time. I really love to hear from Ed. Ed wrote me a little note when he bought me coffees as well. Let me read it to you here. It says, Hey Jonesy, I want to thank you for your awesomeness that you bring daily. You're one of the reasons I look forward to waking up every morning. Whether it's your hilarious singing, your soapbox rants, or your attempts to pronounce names and words, I find myself literally laughing out loud every time. This is why you're loved by not only me, but many others all around the world. Also, shout out to all the weirdos like Connie from Georgia, Lily, the funny, angry Florida man, and of course, my nominee for the Weird AF News fan club president, Michael from Iowa City. It's no accident, Jonesy. So many people enjoy the show. It's just a reflection of who you are. Thank you for being you, and good luck with your life, man. Peace and always, peace and love always, Ed Brewster from Jersey. How about that? Isn't that like a wonderful note? I just, like, nearly brings tears to my eyes, Ed. I'm so appreciative, and thank you for shouting out all of the superstar weirdos. Um, and I may, I have to mention Connie from Georgia, who you mentioned in your shout out here, Ed, uh, Connie just sent me, uh, three bags of coffee from a place that I love to have coffee from. And that's Pete's Pete's coffee is like phenomenal. It's one of my favorite brands. And so Connie sent me some coffee. So shout out to Connie from Georgia as well. And she's a little sick right now. She told me, so we wish her a rapid recovery. Uh, you, we don't want you sick for the holidays, young lady. So, I'm hoping you get better. Again, shout out to Ed Brewster from Jersey. Um, I'm very grateful for that. And if you guys want to walk in Ed's uh, gratuitous footsteps, if I may be so poetic, uh, you can buy me coffees as well off my website, weirdafnews.com. Super easy. Also, while you're there, you can join the Patreon as well, which is another way to support the show. And you can, it's like you can buy me a coffee every month if you have those kind of ducats, as they say. Uh, you can also join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And when you're in the Patreon, you also get um, extra uh, content that I put in there. I put um, a few articles and videos in there a week of stuff I come across, follow-up stories as well, stuff that are stuff that's weird, but it's it's better visual, so I'll put that in there. In other words, it's not appropriate for the podcast because it's a visual weird story. Um, so yeah, consider that. If not, no worries, no worries. You can support the show by just suggesting it to a friend. I would appreciate that very, very much um, for the holidays. Thank you so much. Um, lastly, if you'd like to call the show, we get a lot of calls. It's 646-450-2012. I hope you guys have a lovely weekend, and we'll, uh, we'll resume this whole production on Monday. Okay, see you then. Yay! Hi, Jonesy. This is Jasmine, former recovering Floridian living in Denver. 
Um, I heard your story about how sad the dead Christmas trees and bags makes you feel, and I wanted to give you some hope for the holidays um, in Denver, and I'm sure in other cities, but at least for sure here. Uh, there's a specific day in January where you put your Christmas tree out, and the city comes and collects all of them and mulches them and uses them in our city parks. So in May, you're sitting there in a the beautiful warm day, and you get a whiff of pine, and you look over and around the beautiful flower beds are pine needles and pieces of bark. And uh, we also have a day where they have a massive steaming pile of mulch because um, it's still cold here in May. And you can come uh, with your truck or whatever and scoop up as much of it as you want for free for your garden. Um, we also have compost that the city collects, and then you can buy compost back from the city that's made from your own compost from your kitchen. So, Yay, Colorado. The reason I've lived here for 12 years and I don't live in Florida anymore. But I just thought that maybe that could put some some holiday pep in your step to know that at least in some places, the trees are going to good use to help other trees. It's the circle of Christmas trees. Happy holidays, Jonesy. We love you. Hey, Jonesy. This is Steve from Johnstown, PA. Just call, tell you to let you know, I think I've been listening to your show since you first started it. I found it show a couple years back, and I really dig it. I enjoy it. Keeps me entertained on my flash briefing. I have a few things I'd like to say to you. I'm an old school podcaster from back in the early days, and we happen to do a Friday, uh, uh, Florida segment that we were very fond of, and our podcast did get a little popularity over the time, and I want to say I may not call myself a comedian, but I can be pretty damn funny. So I may have been a comedian doing a Florida podcast, too, but that's all on you. Good luck with your life, man. Jonesy Rock and Roller, how you been, man? It's funny that you're talking about tamales and traditions people eat. If we're in Japan... Onichiwa, they eat KFC. That's the big thing. It's getting Kentucky Fried Chicken and having that for the holidays. Even in Japan. So uh, I don't know if you speak it. That's why I said Onichiwa. But hopefully you're doing all right. Hopefully all is well with you. Um, hopefully you're drinking lots of coffee and getting some Boston Cream Donuts, Jonesy. Maybe, I don't know, you might need another Dunkin' Donut card. I don't know if anyone sends you any of that. But hopefully all is well with you. can be depressing after the holidays with uh, seeing all the trees. I think it's uh, depressing a little more walking and knowing that people are not as friendly and nice and giving as the holiday season before it ends people tend to forget to have that uh, attitude of giving and doing things and being nice to people all year round that's what is depressing about that the holidays ending and there's more people committing suicide this time a month which is kind of sad hopefully you're doing well hopefully all the weirdos are out there. Your callers are doing good. I enjoy listening to them all and uh, calling in and 
saying everything. All right. Uh, nothing else to really tell you around here. Just happy it's not snowing in Cleveland, you know? Right now we haven't had any snow, and I'm happy about that. Some people like it. I don't care about it too much. All right, you rock and roller, you be careful. And all uh, your callers that listening, love them all. Love you too, Jonesy. I'm out. Jim from Cleveland says, have a good year. Talk to you later. Hi, Jonesy. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. And I apologize for being a little hoarse, but um, I meant to call earlier in the week and I forgot to. Uh, I'm still recovering from the flu, and I had the flu shot. Yay, me. <clears throat> but anyway, when you were mentioning um, an elderly man in Texas being arrested for um, in, intending to shoot a squirrel, but instead shot up his neighbor's house. <laughs> that reminds me of my father, <laughs> except there's a different in age, difference in age. My father's 81, but um, last year for Christmas, he wanted me to get him a BB gun. And I'm thinking, why does an 80-year-old man need a BB gun? Well, he's got it in for the squirrels, too. He was using a slingshot, if you can imagine. Elderly man shooting a slingshot at squirrels. But um, I thought, well, you know, he's 81. What harm could it do? So I got him one. But um, he hasn't shot any people. He has shot a couple of squirrels. So his aim was better than the <laughs> men in Texas. But two... Um, Lisa in Huntington, Virginia, mentioned her husband, Tater, um, recovering from foot amputation due to his diabetes. My father is also recovering from foot amputation, um, poor circulation, and diabetes. So he's already been fitted with his prosthesis, and we can't keep him at home now. <laughs> so um, it's not... He's not... A, totally used to it yet, but he is driving, so he's able to drive again, so hopefully Tater will have the same results as my father. I, I pray that he does, because it is an adventure for sure when that happens, and um, I wish them the best for Christmas and that he gets to come home for Christmas. And two, I want to wish all of the weirdos and you, Jonesy, yeah, a Merry Christmas Happy and blessed New Year. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, it's Terry again from Philly. Um, part of my raspy voice have been a little sad. I am. First, I want to say that every time your phone was ringing with each ring, because it's only 5 a.m. there, I'm like, oh, I'm going to wake him. Oh, no, he's going to wake up. Oh, I got to hang up. He probably should go. I got to hang up. So just as you answered, I was like, oh, wow. Um, I kind of sort of listened to the whole episode. It was so much negative in CNN before you. So kind of still tearing up until you got to 
your commentary on the megachurch pastor who wants to grow marijuana for his congregation. At first, I was like, heck yeah, mofo, yeah, going green all the way. Then I realized he was a megachurch and I had the same feelings. I do so much believe everything you said about expanding and relaxing and getting into your mind in a way that you are not usually helping you to expand it exponentially and see it in a different facet from a different viewpoint, which everybody all of the time always needs to do because the world is so much wider than our views of it, which is a quote by a famous author, and I cannot remember the one right now. However, marijuana is and always has been a gift from God. Anybody exploiting anything that was given to us is like totally a sin, especially more with marijuana because it has been chastised and under prohibition for over 85 or over 80 some odd years. Based on bigotry, political propaganda, and part of my language, other bullshit that does not and should not be in any way, shape, or form anywhere near our government, A, anywhere near our congregations, the family of faith that some of us desperately depend on for assurance that this whole world is going to hell, because if anybody has listened in the news, there's a lot of bad in the world. And no one is noticing that so many more are adding to it just by allowing it or agreeing with it and passively. We need to stop that. We need to understand that everything that we are creates something else into this world. And using God and marijuana as a means to profit more to become more evil and more corrupt 